to deal. Blog Talk Radio. You already know. Talk about flossy. Now it's down there. Fuck, it would have been a thousand.
Yeah, 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 yeah. Welcome back. Guess who's back? It's your man, Flossy GZ, here in Portland, Oregon. It's about 7.04 p.m., and we are in the house tonight. Tonight we have our special edition show where uh, Sugar Ray talks to the ladies tonight in Relationships 101. Basically, we're going to sit back, chill, you know what I'm saying, have a good time. It's been a hectic week, you know what I'm saying. we got bad people out of the uh, Clippers organization. You know what I'm saying? we got a whole bunch of things accomplished. Trailblazers still alive, and as well as the uh, Chicago Blackhawks playing for that Stanley Cup, trying to go for that three-peat. We're looking real good and awful fine. You know it's your boy, Flossy Jeezy, so fresh, so clean, on point, trying to get it done, trying to do what we do, trying to keep you happy, trying to keep these cats from sleeping and napping. You know how it goes down. We're trying to get this thing going. So we're going to come back here in just a little while and see if we can't get it on with you and see what, how it's going down. I'm going to go ahead and throw a little classic on you right here and switch the style up on you with my man 50 Cent, and we still up in the club. Trying to pull me back, guys. Right? My junk get the bumpin' in the club. It's on. I'm with my eyes. 
shit till she's mad she gone. Hit the roof on fire, man. Just let it burn. If this tongue ain't about money, homie, I ain't concerned. I'ma tell you what bank for me, cause go ahead, switch the style up. And if they hate them, let them hate them, want the money pile up. And we can go upside the head with a bottle of blood. Come on, they know where we be. You can find me in the club. Bottle full of blood. Mama, I got what you need. If you need to fill the bar. I'm in the habit of it. I ain't in the making love. So come give me a hug. If you're in the getting rough. You can find me in the club. Bottle full of blood. Mama, I got what you need. If you need to fill the bar. I'm in the habit of it. I ain't in the making love. So come give me a hug. If you're in the getting rough. <laughs> I think I know why. Nigga, use the window shot. 
we had 50 cents on the winter shopper's tip. And before that, we had a little bit of 50 cents all up in the club. All, 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 all up in the club. You know what I'm saying? Swansea G, 646-595-3402. We're here in the City of Roses broadcasting and keeping you live. You know what I'm saying? And on the wire, doing what we do best, keeping you entertained and informed. Tonight, we're just waiting on uh, Dr. Robinson, Dr. Sugar Ray Robinson Jr. to show up. We're going to talk about relationships with the ladies tonight. Hopefully, we'll get some ladies to show up and uh, give us their opinions on some of these topics that Dr. Norris is uh, going to talk about tonight. Meanwhile, we're going to continue to hit you in the head with this old school, man. I'm loving this stuff. You know how I do it all the time. We're going to run you one more time with Aaliyah. And this time, we're going to run it back and forth. So I guess that's what we're doing. We're running it back and forth, baby. Let me see you go back. Let me see you come in. Now let me see you go back. Let me see you come in. Uh, let me see you go back. Let me see you come in. Uh, let me see you go back. Let me see you come in. Yeah. It's Friday and I'm ready to train. Pick up my girls and hit the party train. Yeah. 
know how we do. You know how it is. You know how we do. Yeah, yeah, that's something out of Leah with that back and forth. Never get tired of listening to those 90s classics, man. You know what I'm saying? Back and forth with a little lightweight, you know what I'm saying? Smooth form real quick. Man, we in the building. We on deck, you know what I'm saying? Trying to get that ladies' relationship real talk going on with Dr. Robinson as soon as he arrives. Six four six five nine five three four two. But in the meanwhile, we got one of our soldiers on deck, and it's my man, Mike Seward. What's going on, my man? Back and forth, forth and back. Man, your boy <laughs> Raw High is out here uh, on location reporting because the city is live, and, and so I might be in and out. So, I, But I will be talking about the relationship of <clears throat> these Blazers uh, and, and these Rockets. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I'm doing my best to keep y'all updated on that. Like I said, they're playing right here live in Portland tonight. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, man, I- I'm going to be out here with these folks, and I'll be calling y'all and letting y'all know what's good. See if we can't get some Blazers fans to talk to possibly at the end of the show. Yes, <laughs> yes sir. You know, that's working all day long. And on, a- and on another sports note, as if we didn't learn from Marion Jones, Tyson Gay has been stripped of his silver medal from the 2012 games because he, you know, based on a doping scandal that's going on right now. You know what I'm saying? First, Marion Jones, now my man Tyson Gay. I don't understand what's going on. I don't understand what the need of all the, the extras are, especially when you got speed and talent already. But it's crazy. Uh, yeah. Hell yeah, man. Uh, yeah, they got to stay off that juice, sir. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't get it. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, yeah. That's past you know? Absolutely. Well, man, I'm glad that you're the man on the scene. Where they got you at tonight? Are you over at the at the garden itself, or, or what's going down? Uh man, I'm 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 heading that uh, way right now. Um, going to uh, grab your action reporter over there, Jay Senior. And uh, all right. And so, uh, once I grab him, man, we'll probably uh, end up hitting like a bar or something, or or probably going to the studio of men. Especially if y'all really want me in the uh, conversation tonight, but. Uh, yeah, the, the city's too live. I can't talk about relationships right now, especially with mine. Look, especially with mine because uh, she's married because she doesn't really get out much, and I try to give her her time. She just ain't got nowhere to go. So then when I'm out to the studio and then, uh, you know what I'm saying, the Blazers are in town and it's a closeout game, you know, and I've got to go for that. <laughs> but, but honestly, but honestly it's, it's it's going to be a full pack night for me, man, because we're going, we're going to do the game, and then we're going to head to the studio, and then uh, I'm calling it good for the, for the whole weekend. You know how that goes. There it is right there, my man. Well, you stay on scene, yeah. you know what I'm saying, and, 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 and stay, uh, stay live and remote, man. You know what I'm saying? We can always use a good brother on the scene. You're right. This is a big game tonight. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm sitting there yeah. on, on one screen watching – watching this uh, nail-biter. By the way, Toronto got eliminated in Game 7 by Brooklyn, and uh, it looks like three minutes and 59 seconds left to go, and uh, the uh, the Mavericks are leading San Antonio right now. 
And, of course, we're waiting on the Blazer Mania to kick in. So it's a full play. It's a full night of action going on. And uh, right. I'll be holding it down until my man gets here. If not, then I'll just continue to hit him in the head with some of this old smooth, you know what I'm saying, that's uh, here in front of me and stuff, you know what I'm saying. Got a little Akon and Styles be on deck as I continue to load the box with more, with more jams, more songs. If it goes too slow, you know how it is. I can either close out or play music, but I know you'll be back at some point. So you know how it is. We're going to continue to keep this thing going live the way it needs to go. And, uh, you know what I'm saying, see what's going down on a Friday night here at Boyle. Hey, man, uh, go ahead. I didn't, I didn't, uh, just to let you know, I done uh, loaded a couple things up to the uh, to the old playlist uh, we got over there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Check out this song by Ninth Wonder. Uh, man, that's a really awesome track, and I know you haven't heard it yet. So, uh, man, if, if you want to take a listen to that, uh, that, that's a good one. Absolutely, absolutely. Matter of fact, I'll, I'll play that one next because that that sounds like a winner right there, man. That sounds like a winner for real. Oh, nice wonder yeah, nice right wonder. there. Man, nice wonder has has done some amazing things, amazing yeah, things, yeah. you know. And um, it, it's it's uh, and that's been with mostly him being a producer. You know, I do think that he's gonna uh, he raps a little bit on this album uh, that I got. It's uh, nice wonder something. But, uh, yeah, it, it's, it, it's dope because he's got all these folks from, like, uh, he's got some folks from North Carolina that are extremely dope. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you got uh, some folks that's out in Cali that he's messing with. And, and really, uh, you know, just getting that, that producer album, you know what I'm saying, where it's the producer who, who's the, 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 the main, you know what I'm saying, cohort of an album. You know, and then right. you just got a, a lot of uh, guest folks coming through. Man, hey, those those are some of the best albums in the world, and we really don't get enough of those anymore. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. What's what's the name of the joint? Uh, just look up Ninth Wonder, and, and you'll find it. That's number nine, T-H, Wonder. Okay, number nine, T-H, Wonder. Cause I can't oh, okay, I feel the same. Let me go up here. I'm, I'm losing a two, three. Yeah, get past the twos and the fives here. And, wow, where is that bad boy? What? Can they tell you to play this thing? Where are you? I know you're here somewhere. Oh, yeah. yeah we gonna, I'm going to find that bad boy, man. And. Like I said, I know you status apparatus right now, but I'm gonna find that bad boy because I like me some Night Wonder, man. They always got, they always got some realness about it, man. I like Night Wonder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I know, I know it. So what time? Man, oh man, you know, every everything's equal and even. I'm not finding that song, but I know it's in here. No, my so, man. So put it in. What's going on? I said, what time is uh, Norris in here? Well, I, I was expecting him right at the right at the top of the hour and stuff. I'm gonna have to see if I can't uh, call him up on my other status apparatus phone and see what's going on with him because uh, you know he's got a he's got a pretty pretty good deal going on tonight, and I don't I don't want to change the the, the, the subject mid drift, especially if we. They have some ladies calling into the show, and 
and discussing things or whatever. I talked to him early this evening, but you know what I'm saying. Uh, you know what I'm saying. He's on that on that nine to five grind. I just hope he didn't, you know, forget what we got to do here. But if he did, you know I me, mean? I, I I'll make it up like I always do. And uh, like I said, keep this thing pumping, man, because uh, you know it's it, it's it's on and crackling. They got plenty of good music, plenty of good stuff for for everybody to to, to listen to. And uh, you know, there it is. There. Tell you what, why don't you do this for me? What is the name of the song by Knife Wonder? We'll have to I, I, can't remember, I can't remember right now, and I'm driving, and the only way I'll be able to uh, figure that out is over the phone. Right. Hold on, well, give well, me well, don't worry about it. Like I said, we'll, we'll get it in if I have to go into the apparatus and, and load up some stuff, because like I said before, I, I know that uh, you know you are always right on top of all the latest uh, good stuff that's out there. My man Mike C over there with Raw High Productions, you know what I'm saying, dialing in and giving us the good stuff as usual, you know what I'm saying, and keeping this apparatus bouncing. Matter of fact, I'm gonna like I said, I'm gonna run on in here to, to the U to the U top and see what I can come up with myself here. Like I said, run that run that knife wonder, man. Knife wonder ain't no joke, man. So it's like it's it's like on and on and popping all day. Okay. Thanks with the wonder. Yeah. So we got here. Yeah, we're going to keep this apparatus going for real. We got a, a, a bad man freestyle. They got uh, slow down lyrics. They got stock on a dime. You know what I'm saying? The boom freestyle. We got a lot of stuff, man. We had to just spend, mm-hmm. spend a day with us loading up all our apparatus. They always got a hot shot. They always got a hot shot. And I love me some night when a buck shot. Yeah, that's a, <laughs> you always got something there. <laughs> And in fact, that bad boy there just made it to the just made it to the play table right there. Uh, name of the song. The song is called "Make It Big." Make it big. Okay, there you go. Make, make it big. Yes. Make it big. Damn. And there it is, featuring Crisis. So we get ready. To get, get ready. To get that one on the on 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 the hopper, dog. Get ready. To get him right on the hopper. You know what I'm saying? Man, I don't miss the price keep in there. We don't miss nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we ain't gonna miss nothing tonight. There we go. And let's see, let me oh. drop that right on in there to get things on it on exactly. Man, there we go. We'll have him on in just a few minutes. But yeah, man, you know, I'm, I can see that the rain clouds is trying to you know what I'm saying, make their presence known in the town, but they don't get us down. You know how it is when we on the show and we on deck, we always get the all the sudden. You know, it's funny, uh, you know, uh, people think that, you know, we really, uh, you know, hate the rain or whatever, but honestly, to a point, you barely notice it anymore. You know, it's like, yeah, it's raining again, you know. Oh, yeah. We used to. You're right about that, dog. You're right about that all day. Shit, ain't, ain't nothing wrong with that rain, man. You know what I'm saying? Like you said, a lot of folks don't don't know that that, uh, that rain, man, sustains Oregon, man. That rain is what makes what makes this place what it is, man. I mean, it's it's all nice right. and uh, you know, and it makes the air smell good and everything. And you know, every, everybody around here has a bicycle or some kind of apparatus that they jump on that, you know, what I'm saying to make things happen and stuff and Man, I'm I'm like you. I'm I'm loving that. I'm loving that rain, dog. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you. That 
that rain always smells real good out there. Mm-hmm. I'm loving this to death, boy. I'm loving this to death. Just keeping the, keeping the status apparatus going here for a minute. Talking this. Let's see what we can so come up with here. If you want, go ahead and uh, bang out them cats. <clears throat> I'm about to uh, go find my partner in crime real quick. And uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, man, I, I, I'm, 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 I'm listening. <laughs> Any other time. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's all good, man. Go ahead and knock, knock it out and stuff. I'm gonna keep things lively here, going with some, going with some, uh, with some, uh, with some tunes and stuff. And uh, like I said before, keep this thing rolling real quick. And uh, like I said before, just check back in with us, man. And you know how I am, man. I'm going to keep this thing rolling until the wheels fall off. You know what I'm saying? Trying to get it in for us because, uh, man, I just I just, I just, just love what we do, man. I love I love the fact that we got this thing rolling. So we will holler back at, at Rawhide here, you know, in just a little while. Everything We'll have everything set up for him with that, with that hot jam that he was just telling us about. And meanwhile, we're going to go ahead and, uh, you know what I'm jump back on into the, into the playlist here. And I'm gonna throw a little bit of my man in there with a little bit of uh, Red Mandela Soul. Ooh, yes, sir. Excuse me, excuse me. My name should be on the guest list. Uh, no, you ain't even looking at it. But I'm looking at you. <laughs> <laughs> We trying to get up in this club, Brick City. Come on, let me help you out. Boy, 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 boy,
really want to do is get our party on. A party? You mean at the club party? Party? Yeah. Well, if that's all you wanted to do was party, come on. But I gotta rock with y'all stinking ass. Yo, I got niggas in the streets that'll blast your ass for the shine again. Yo, if you a fat chick, getting your fuck on the night and go. Yo, put your hands opposite to the ground if you're loving that sound. Go. Yo, and to my broke niggas on the corner holding me down. Go. Gonna get it, he done did me wrong. I have plans to buy more land, plant corn, bust kernels on heat, work hard like wet back, set back, gonna get my ass P hot style, rock wall of the beat, top dollar the feet. Uh-huh. Big money's make the big decision. Keep hip hop alive is just the intermission. Back to the second half of the piece of slick. Making paper since paper mache. Now my dollar coins join, pounds against the play. While you broke niggas reach drunk much quicker. You don't make enough bread, soak up all your liquor with God, God damn. Damn, God, you're killing it. Should incorporate it in that half a million. Rack cat talk with no villain in. Sounding like they virtual. This shoulda hurt you, yo, yo, yo. You, I can't believe. You had a party without inviting me, and I know she is not wearing my shoes. <laughs> Shut up, witch. <laughs> Yo, the women wall street as if you're up in the- They won't let me out And I had a long day in court Shit stressed me out Won't give me a bail It can't get me out Now I'm headed to the county Gotta do a bit here I'm used to living luxurious I don't wanna live here The walls is gray The clothes is orange The phones is broke The food is garbage A lot of niggas is living With these circumstances SP's the same I still murk your manses Drug money to rap money Work advances Niggas ran and told I should've murked the Kansas Got popped for a murder attempt Knocked me on D-block When I was burning the hemp Had a brick in the stash Hope they don't take it To a further extent Locked up and they won't let me out When I Hit my cell block, niggas know the threat be out. I'm steady trying to find the motive. Why do what I do? And freedom ain't getting no closer. No matter how far I go, my car is stolen. Stolen. The registration. Stop patrolling. And now they don't stop me and I get locked up. They won't let me out. They won't let me out. Just that me Making so much money 
Running out laughter They won't let me out They won't let me My out And I'm locked up, I rep two sets, so I'ma ride or die and stay deep blocked up. Two toothbrushes up, whoever wanted would be. When I walk by, nigga, get up, cause I'm locked up, they can't get me out. I smoke a stick of haze when they stress me out. Go and hit the bar when the wrecks be out. Can't wait for the day when they let me out. Visitation no longer comes by, seems like they forgot about me. Commissary is getting empty. Cellmates eating food without me. Can't wait to get out and move forward with my life. Got a family that loves me and wants me to do right. But I said I'm here locked up. They won't let me out. They won't let me out. festival and I'm happy to be here. This is incredible. (laughs) So I'm thinking that, you know, I'm very excited because I have a brand new album that's coming out November 26th. And I've really been just so pouring myself into this music. So I'm very excited to come out here and share it. It's like I'm like a little kid in a candy store. I'm feeling a little extra amped up. (laughs) But I like to sing one of the songs, one of the new songs off the album, which to me is like really my declaration. And it's my declaration, and I hope it can be yours too. And it really doesn't matter who you are, you know, what sex you are, where you are from, or how you grew up, or anything. What matters is that you are deciding to step into your full self and not let anybody hold you back, and not let anything stop you. So that's what I needed to do, and so that's why this song is so, such a declaration for me. So I'd love to sing it for you so that we can declare together. (laughs) Man, you know, I don't think we decide our own legacy, to be honest with you. When you, when you, Lead a game, and when you lead it, sir, people will decide the legacy for you. We're just here to do what we're supposed to do. Everybody else is to decide, you know, what was your legacy. He was this, or he was that, or he did this, he did that. People are going to decide that for you. You have no control over that, you know. I just want to make the best music I possibly can, and that's in my, uh, in my realm. Uphold the culture of hip-hop for so many people my age has abandoned it. Maybe because of their lack of knowledge about it. 
but don't do a whole my the culture of hip hop because it is my culture and um it's about it. I'ma make Like syrup. Like syrup. Back to the syrup, the noodle was like, wake up, 
Another night banger with Common on the jam. 1989, do the right thing, bam. South pizzeria type pizza slice big. Yeah, homeboy, nigga, I'ma make it big. I'ma make it big, yeah, I'ma make it big. Yeah, nice Matic, yeah, I'ma make it big. I'ma make it big. Get back live with the Flossy G Show, 646-595-3402. We still hit them just as hard as ever. That was Knife Wonder making it big. Rod, right, you still in the building? Yes, <laughs> sir. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's still doing his thing. I got a caller on no, the no, line. No, no, no. I got a I got a call on the line, so I'm gonna I'm gonna put you back on hold and answer this phone call real quick because it's a business call. But I'm gonna go ahead and hit you with something you're real familiar with. I think you'll like it. Hold on. Waking up hostile, hotel hopper. Start my day with a whole bottle of whiskey and your most popular vodka. Time to make some stardust. Turn on the speakers, let's wake up more people than Starbucks before they wake up. Call comes. Today begins the journey of the drums. I got a plan to move this herd cross country, accumulate some funds. If you heard of my return, then you know I'm not the one. Go 45 on my side. And a Tommy gun Precaution for those Standing between my still toes And my cattle run That ain't no starter pistol Bitch you better duck You really wanna test The momentum of a Mack truck Ask Russia about my nasty asteroid They'll tell you that I'm fucked up The head of these rustlers Runner up to fuck We let the new members go first So we can test they nuts Scoundrels underhanded bandits With a short lifespan Just trying to get some shit done Real height is the brand The west is where we come from Say anything other than that And we'll take your fucking tongue Long nights, just us and the moonlight Cut calls, sing along to just thinking about life I jumped off the ride and she said don't move Cocked back on her deuce deuce like she had an attitude That was big enough to shoot I got spooked when I turned around and found that she was cute She said who are you? I said true Doc Holiday. I just go by a different name What's your prompt? Just no need for this aggression If you're just trying to get my attention Big compliments work best We could be basket buddies I got some bomb for your chest I'm just a rolling bowl of gravy baby Looking for a biscuit Pardon staring at your breast I bet your name is Jiffy Is that a cornbread booty under the shit on her upper She's not amused by my antics I flashed a big smile Until she blinked Then I headbutted her ass Grabbed the gun out her hand And shot her two times quick In the leg I told her go Patch that shit up And I'll save you a dance And my apologies If you stained your dress Walked up in the parlor With my posse Like we own this bitch uh, Let's get the party started Baby Raw has the best thing That's ever reached out And grabbed your breast Killing the road Top bus bunk Out of control I'm trying to be a good father By killing these shows Lifestyle Chated pony Money is so It's rhyming I chose Wanna rap a select few Living the skies Like fucking windows Is my nightlife Yeah dude It's why I wept When the hammer set In the back of the pair With the gauge that scatters Anatomy's nothing left Billy on the block I see the pace And draw Her brother's back on the scene I'm clapping like clapping And clapping it dog I'll be your Huckleberry holiday Calling the shots Order a couple more I'm gone Doors coming off Letters from the Pony Express Your daughter simply regrets I think she's had enough Broken promises and bets Too many long nights Long robes to Fight for sex, rawhide, uh, train robbing coming next. Sometimes the funds are unofficial.
reality proper. Chilling in a I watched my show, wish I'd have checked in with y'all, man. It would have been nice to get out to the bar and see the game and everything. And see they trying to go ahead and get it done tonight, you know what I'm saying? They're looking real sharp early. You know what I'm saying? You guys are in the right spot, man. That's going down,
You like that? There's another one. And another one. And another one. Make me lift you from your neck to your back to your shivering, tongue delivering, chills up that spine, that ass is mine. Skip the wine and the candlelight, no crystal tonight. It's alright with you, we fucking. Deja vu, the blood spark, finger fucking in the park, pissy off the cardi dog. Remember when I used to play between your legs? You begged for me to stop because you know where it would head. Straight to your mother's bed, not the Marriott. We'd be lucky if we found a spot next to your sister. Damn, I really missed her. My back when I hit that way she used to giggle when your ass would wiggle. Now I know you used to sweep at the park of Meridian, trip to the Caribbean, but tonight no end. Just shine. I like that waistline. Let me hit that from behind. Which wall you wanna climb? My style genuine. Girl, I love you all time. I got you pinned up with your fucking limbs up. All because you like the way my bed was rimmed up. Bitch, keep your chin up. Please watch me do the nasty. Like it when you make it move fast, mommy. I like it when you throw it on me. No love making. Strictly back broken. Seize no all his hoes. Go to my dough. Then they go to his flow. The fuck some more. So no. Shark bar, uh-uh, strictly sex, that's sweet to your leftover spaghetti I know you used to slow CDs and dumb peas, but tonight it's eight tracks and six packs while I hit that
What we're going to do right here is go back. Way back. Back into time. The baby, the baby, the baby.
baby, no, baby. Well, you know, life gets in the way sometimes, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, don't don't leave. Black Hawks continue to score, you know what I'm saying? Things happen. Hey, you know, I guess, uh, you know what I'm saying, uh, Sugar Ray wasn't able to make it tonight. He must have had some, must have came up emergency or something, but we're going to continue to hit you in the head with this hot music. Meanwhile, in sports news, uh, it looks like the, uh, the Spurs and, and the Mavericks are still holding it down, you know what I'm saying, falling out of control, doing their thing, you know what I'm saying, looking like they're trying to push it to a game seven, and we have a final score on that. looks like the Mavericks have pulled that one out by two, 113 to 111, so that game will go to a game seven over in, uh, in the Spurs land. And uh, the Rockets and the Blazers had a close one here where it looks like it's, uh, you know what I'm saying, 27-17 Houston. I'm sure Portland will pull it out the second half, good second half team. And the Nets went on the head and knocked off the Raptors in game seven of their matchup. In other sports news, we have a, a, a sad situation where American sprinter Tyson Gay has been suspended for a year after the former champion tested positive for a banned substance. The United States uh, Anti-Doping Agency announced Friday. Gay 31 has returned his silver medal he won in the uh, U.S. 4x4 rally team in London in 2012, according to Reuters. He faced a two-year suspension because it was granted leniency during uh, due to his cooperation in the investigation. So, you know, after after seeing, you know, Marion Jones go through that, you know, thought that uh, some of our athletes were the wise stuff, but, you know, that's between him and his conscience. So I guess he's going to have to go ahead and deal with that. But uh, we're going to continue to hit you in the head, you know what I'm saying, with some of this uh, – old-school R&B and hip-hop, you know what I'm saying? Uh, we, we didn't have uh, uh, Dr. Norris show up tonight, but that's okay, you know, how things go down. We have to keep this thing moving and in motion. So I'm going to hit you with a couple of AZ songs, you know what I'm saying, Sosa and What's the Deal, a little Brian Culberson with the Serpentine Fire, and a little Big Daddy Kane later on after that with a little bit of Ain't No Stepping. Yes, we're still doing it tonight, ladies, so you know what I'm saying, and fellas. We'll continue to run this thing, the show on into the ground. We got about another fifty minutes left on deck. Anybody got any topics or anything they want to get off the chest, things they want to talk about, feel free to call in. Flossy G is still here. We'll still be running this thing at you back to back the way we do at all times. Six four six five nine five three four oh two. I'm not gonna leave you out in the lurch. We just gonna get it done. And that's one for you. Devil exposure, wild lens view, check for gentoos, the niggas next to push the fence through, you know the glow, iced out rings, long go, spandex, machino, whole bitches letting they dong show, I played the game, took plenty paper, still remain the same, Asian name, babbling chain, letting my peace thing domestic, no more crime play, but still connected, it's ethics, calculated steps to geometric, ways spinning, double shades of base linen, nine seven expedition, just flavored all the trimmings, travel life, push the LS from casual nights, have you ever fucked the chalice, we Pipe, that shit I have you right, I roll dice, trying to divorce from this whole life. Used to sell coke or the strip, but now I hold mics and plan soon to pack and vacate. So we're in Cancun, escape to a cozy estate, filled with mad booms, burn it up. Too many foul niggas, time to turn it up, push about a buck and shift gears, burn the clutch, cause it's like this. For these chips, I strike swift, preciseness, crush the Jews of life, just priceless. I paid my dues, and through it all, I never trade my shoes. Cash rules, new fools, who made the news? We all for paper, I guess greed is just. The second nature indeed Shots for him Vodka and weed escalator Some more they touch Along the line Forced up I took the shortcut Puffing on blunts Busting off nuts The night type Love dime bitches And nightlife Casino dice 
couldn't move me. Truly, it's like a six-stop booger against a Uzi. So watch the run. A cop back, bust the gun, but I fake none. I remain like the sun. Bless the strong living. Intellect and long vision. Connects in prison. And real niggas with recognition. So respect the mission. Volume one, second edition. The next dimension. Dotted line, sign your deposition.
Brian Culberson taking you all the way to the bridge with the Serpentine Fire as we get it in tonight on the For Real, For Real. It looks like we're going to flip the show over and flip it back on to the sports tip. And I got a caller calling in right now from the 409. 409, you're on deck. Who we got calling in tonight? Man, what it do, man? Man, you already know what it do, man. I'm just sitting up here just kind of chilling out grooving, man. We're going to have a, a uh, relationship talk tonight. But my man must have had, a, you know, an important extra meeting to go to or something tonight because I didn't get him on deck the way I needed to. But I see the Spurs, uh, you know what I'm saying, uh, that's not a good look tonight. What's going on with you, my man? Well, it ain't. This ain't. See, it looks like it ain't a good look, but we ain't tripping about that. You know what I'm saying? Because just remember, Game Seven is is playing in San Antonio, correct? Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Yes, yes. That's what we play. That's what we play for home court for. You know what I'm saying? For that type of environment, really, Dallas back against the wall. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because now we gotta play against this not only gotta play against this same Spurs team that damn near you almost threw the game away to. You know what I'm saying? If it if it was me, I'd give it to Danny Green because he got long arms. You know what I'm saying? Danny Green might would have hit that. I hope y'all do yeah. win. Because we might jump better against y'all than we do against Dallas. When it's Dallas they call all kind of strange shit. Because they want to get Dirk Nowitzki up in there. You know what I'm saying? I, I would rather play y'all. They actually let Portland and San Antonio play. So, yes, I would prefer to play y'all. Me and my girl was just talking about that. Go ahead, man. But, but you, 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 do you see what's going to happen? This is going to be a whole weekend of game sevens. Do or die weekend. Do or die weekend. Who we right. really want? Because look at the crazy. You got only two teams advance right now, and that's the Washington Wizards and the Miami Heat. You know what right. I'm saying? That's the only two advance right now. But now you got a, a whole weekend of just starting Saturday. You lose, you going home. Ain't no more games. You know what I'm saying? But hey, and wait a minute. Comes down to right? With the Raptors and, uh, and the Nets, wasn't that a game seven? Yep, they went to game seven. Nets blew them out in, uh, yeah, the Nets beating down up in uh, Toronto. I mean, up in Brooklyn. Man, oh, man. So Brooklyn, man. Yeah. But well, now Brooklyn got to do. But not only us, Brooklyn got to do the unthinkable, too. They got to go into. They got to go into Toronto and beat them people. You got the right to you know feel good saying? right now. Y'all the defending uh, to coin a, a famous man saying, y'all the Western Conference champions, man. Y'all got the and right. Still in it. Yes. Oh, yeah. And what's going to make it more better for us is not only we got the home court throughout this series, we got right. the whole home court throughout the whole playoffs. You know what I'm saying? That means if it come back to a game seven in the NBA Finals, sorry, Miami, we ain't playing in the Miami this year. We playing in San Antonio. That's the part of playing for home court. You think we're going to give it up? You, right now we're making it look good. You know what I'm saying? Dallas has right. to win this game. We made it look good. You feel me? Now you're going to see the real ball. 
When game seven hit, you're going to see the real ballers come out. Danny Green I'm might fire them up. Because Danny, they hold holding back on Danny Green, though. If they just let Danny Green be Danny Green, because Danny Green, I seen Danny Green tonight shot and hit a three in somebody's face. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so hey, they're going to they gonna let him loose. They're going to let Danny Green go. Go ahead. Go for what you know. Do your thing. You yeah, never see a repeat. I, I, I know you for real with yours. I know you for real, and I, I'm telling you. I'm with y'all. I'm with y'all. Regardless, I'm with y'all. You know what I'm saying? I want y'all to play them Blazers. I want the Blazers to go ahead on and get rid of this get rid of this flop squad that I'm tired of watching Harden and Jeremy. But, but it ain't going to be tonight, though. It's not going to be tonight, man. I'm sorry to tell you. It's not gonna, they're going to make they're gonna, they're gonna bring better ratings to the NBA if you have a whole weekend of do or die. You know what I'm saying? So they gonna give. But these Blazers finna pull this one off. <laughs> Houston ain't going. Houston going home with their hands Everybody down. Everybody look like it. Nails. Believe me, nails. Yeah, yeah you the big home. He's like to cut the rest of his hair because that mohawk ain't working anyway. You know what I'm saying? See, <laughs> hey, you the big homie. You the big long homie. I cut for you, big homie. But you gotta understand <laughs> this. They not gonna give it to y'all tonight, nails. Mark my words. <laughs> Hey, it's not gonna be the night. It's gonna be about what they give us, man. I'm telling you, the Blazers are to win this one by five. And, and and when it's all over with, when you turn on your news later on tonight, you're gonna see Dwight Howard and then walking out in slow motion. What? You're gonna see him, man. This is this is this is Blazers media at its finest, man. Hey, Nels, I'm telling you, Nels. Now, when <laughs> when this happens, when this happens, you're gonna be like the homie Malcolm. Good, that was gonna happen. I'm telling you, because this, I thought I had, I thought I was about to knock the Mavericks out. When my team threw that bitch all the way out of bounds, and I was like, oh shit, they ain't really, they ain't ever win yet. Because the niggas already went down there and hit two threes. You feel me? Oh yeah. Danny Green, bam. Patty Mill, bam. And I was like, oh shit, they ain't ever win yet. What the fuck I'm talking about? Hold up. I looked, and when that nigga Montel was still out of bounds, I was like, oh, shit, they give us a chance, 1.3. Then when they threw it out of bounds over there on our side, I was like, oh, shit, this might be a reversion of Derek Fisher. <laughs> it might be going this way. It might be going our way this time. You know what I'm saying? For <laughs> real. So, so, shit, Patty Mills is a little too short. All I can tell you is that you've been to see these trailblazers walk slowly but surely out, man. You go, you're like, you know that that, that cat nails. He gets that Super Bowl. Now he now he didn't turn them out. You know what I'm saying? Now he didn't mess around here, and you know what I'm saying? Hey, he gets right you can't up forget. The hey, <laughs> I guess the I guess the Super Bowl too. So, hey, we got a little shaky thing going. I had Seattle yeah. busting the people ass in the Super Bowl my damn self. You feel me? Yeah. Because, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I told him about that Super Bowl. I seen how this shit. Man, Denver never played a physical ass team throughout this whole motherfucking season. Not even my right. own squad was physical enough. I know New England was physical enough. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When you play against some cornerbacks that really gonna hit your ass, what the fuck you gonna do? 
Welcome to the shit off the middle line, like talking about it. And welcome hey. to Kiss and Ball Chaplin. Hit the fuck out of it. And I loved it. <laughs> All right. I loved it. <laughs> I hey, love the thing. When you when Chaplin hit that ball, I'm like, baby, oh, don't you get me in the window, you whole ass nigga. That's what it was. I ain't going to lie to you. I, you just read read? Some cra- I just read some crazy shit a little while ago. Not only are the Niners going to keep Alden Smith, right, but they're going to give him a fifth-year option. What is it about Alden Smith? What kind of what kind of mafioso ties does this guy have where he can make mistakes over and over, big mistakes? These ain't no little hiccups that this dude is doing, but they keeping him anyway. Is he that good, or are they, or is San Francisco just that dumb? See, San Francisco just that dumb. I'm gonna be real with you. I think San Francisco, San Francisco is not San Francisco is gonna go backwards. You made it to the Super Bowl. We gave you opportunity the first time. You couldn't beat the Giants. Then we made New England play the Giants in the Super Bowl for the second time. You know what I'm saying? The next year, you made it to the Super Bowl, and you lose to the Baltimore Ravens. Then the next year, you got kicked back out in the NFC Championship game. I mean, that's three years, homie. You know what I'm saying? And people catch it up, and people people know what Kaepernick's going to do. Nah. People already started Kaepernick. What Kaepernick going to do? Use his own? He said he came to kill you with his own when he played against Seattle. The nigga had to run for them yards. You got to be careful. You know what I'm saying? He's the man. He's the man. He ain't the man that day. He wasn't trying to test the man. Instead of see, that's what, that's, what make, that's what you call a good quarterback and a great quarterback. If that was right. Tom Brady, he wasn't trying to look for no motherfucking Richard Sermon side. Tom Brady going to hit the open motherfucking receiver at that point and try to win that game. Kimbrell Tompkins. Who knew who Kimbrell Tompkins is? You hey. feel what I'm saying? Hey. When he threw it to Kimbrell Tompkins against the Saints and beat them people at the motherfucking brother. Because the Saints played with the man. You don't put the man yeah. back in front of him. Brady said, oh. These niggas don't think I'm the truth. Oh no. I got another shot. I'm gonna kill these niggas. I'm gonna show these niggas what it is. Pinky, 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 touchdown, pinkies. Oh my god. Tom Brady. That's the only thing you heard. And I, hey, I ain't gonna lie to you. By the, by the way, we played the Saints. I gave, I was like, you know what I'm saying? Because the Saints was up, I was like, Man, we ain't gonna win it because we fucking up too much. We get giving us opportunities and fucking up. My baby mama, my baby mama, Patriots fan, because of me, she said this: "It's never over." I said, "Oh, she gave me kind of motivation." When she said that shit, that's when Brady did that shit. And when when Tipper Thompson caught that touchdown, I was up in there. I was like, "That's the fuck I'm talking about." Hey, I was in there, hey, I was wide the fuck up. You know? Hey. For all the like right that. for all the right reasons like, that make right in the world, I was just glad to see San Francisco lose so the cockiness could get oh. knocked out on all the fans. That love him, Cat. Hey, I'm upset. I, I love him. I, I was confident. 
Even though I lost to the Broncos, even though I lost to the Broncos earlier that day, when the San Francisco Fortnite lost that night, I was over it. <laughs> That's how much I hate that because I hate the cockiness and task. At least we beat New England. Motherfucker, we play every fucking four years, nigga. You think I give a fuck about a team we play every four years? You know what I'm saying? At that time, yeah. You know, boy. My hey, nigga, hey, he's a Bears fan. You know what I'm saying? Nell's a Bears fan. I got uh, to play against Nell's, and that's just bragging rights. You feel me? Because I'm going, hey, come to Fox, bro, I am going to beat them Bears. You know what man, I'm saying? Gonna, that's going to be an ugly game right there, man. But I think we're going to get y'all. I think we're going to get y'all. And, of course, you know. But I wish you play a little later, though. How they got to play like it was? November or some shit? I thought we played in November because after y'all, we played the coach. We played the coach after y'all. No that going to be a tough, mother. Man, they, that, that whole stretch in the middle is some tough games. Coach. Coach, Bears, Broncos, Jets. Oh, man. Green Bay, we got to play Green Bay in December. We're going to beat Green Bay, so I ain't tripping about that. But there ain't going to be no problems against Chicago. Chicago don't got that, got that defense people scared of no more. You know, hey. last time, it was went to Wonderland in Chicago last time we played them. And yeah, they ain't sure. got right. We had a terrible to seven, so it go out, right? I don't care what right my man. Third down before halftime. That that I was, was a, that, oh was, that, that was a, that was a terrible terrible quarterback signing. A hundred and seven million dollar bad check that I wish I could have been there. Hell, I'd have gave him I'd have gave him a hundred dollars in food stamps before I'd have signed that check back up again. Here's a guy that you let you get to Lovey Smith, who got the Chicago Bears playbook in the first place. Used to used to running the squad and everything, and the guys familiar with him. I mean, come on, man. I mean, Lovey Smith. He decided, okay, I'm gonna show some love to the organization. I won't coach for Minnesota or, or Green Bay, but what I will do is I belong down here to Tampa Bay. And then we let the, we let the the, uh, the big time quarterback get away. I thought uh, Jake Cutler was shady when he gave up. I'm gonna be on Jake Cutler's back until he proves to me that he can get in a championship game and win. He basically just quit, and then the next day, you know, he's running around in the mall with his girlfriend. I'm, you know, I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not Jay Cutler crazy. I'm sorry, I'm not. Well, I got into, yeah, I got into it with Ohio over that one. Ohio thought I was, I was being a traitor, but I was like, I was just calling it the way it was. Man, Alshon Jeffrey showed who he was. Brandon Marshall was starting to get the groove, and you know we could have actually got a step farther. Man, let's get to let's get to the to the playoffs, and then bring Jay Cutler back in. But while my man is hot, especially like against Philly, we should have paid my man. I don't understand what happened. Okay. Yeah, the last game against Green Bay. That last game against Green Bay. I was like, man, these people bring back Jay Cutler. Because they're trying to make the dick color and Rogers Rogers. You know what I'm saying? That's why they brought back Jake Cutler. And know if color come back and cause Aaron Rogers come back, they wanna see color beat Aaron Rodgers. But they ain't go the way it's playing. You know? Really it's yeah. the defense fault, to tell you the honest truth. Because they shouldn't cops and never been that wide open. By himself. And they caught that bitch and ran that bitch man. 
Yeah, it was a lot of food for thought. Well, well, that's true. My my thing is, and I still believe, as we were t- discussing this afternoon, that if our kids are going to get sent into combat, if our children are going to be, you know, sacrificed for the country and everything, which it's a very honorable cause. It really is. You know what I'm saying? So far as, as, as the country is concerned, because you being an ex-Army fella and me being an ex-Marine, we know what the importance of taking care of the country and providing for Providing for the uh, the survival of the country means, but at the same time, I, you know, when these politicians start making up all these neat wars, I just want to see their children over there with mine. You know what I'm saying? Like I, mean, I said, I got to get one thing. I got one, one thing we were touching on earlier about this whole Russia and the U.S. kind of thing. That was a little bit nerve-wracking with the U.S. and the Russia and the Ukraine and. We are, like we were saying earlier, you know, we, we were touching on it. Every, it. It seems like we get involved in everyone else's problems, but what about our own? All the stuff that we, that's still going on here. And like you said, if I'm going to send my son, my daughter, my firstborn, secondborn, thirdborn, fourthborn, whoever, that's from me, that came from me and my family. If I'm going to send them out there, you better send yours out there because I know I'm not sending mine unless you send yours. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, Michael Moore was, 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 was uh, doing that to senators when we had the you know Iraq war going on. He would go right to them on camera and ask them, hey, look, uh, you know, I noticed you know, we had a petition here that we want you to sign that says the congressman's sons and, and politician's sons should also go Go to, to these campaigns and not just the the, 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 the children when we got out of here. Hold on just a moment. Yo. Sugar is on deck. What's going on, my man? Hey, what's up, my man? Man, got into some serious situations, man. You know, it's a case of life getting in the way, man. It couldn't hit the head me back. I was like, man, <laughs> what's going on, bro? Hey, man, we were just talking about a subject that he and, uh, that Juan and I, uh, Mr. Martinez is on there. Uh, we, we were just talking about, uh, you know, world world globe stuff where, you know, these wars and stuff that, that, that the United States goes after, these conflicts that they go in, we see an awful lot. He's ex-Army, I'm ex-Marine and stuff, and we see a lot of situations going down where our kids get sent to combat and sent over to war, but, but these politicians' kids get to stay home. They're exempt from having to pay, you know, college tuition and stuff or pay back any loans that they get. They're exempt from a lot of things because they're, they're, they're parents of congressmen. And when these conflicts jump off, it seems like that the only kids that go to war is our, is our children, our, our non-congressional, uh, you know, uh, 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 children. And, and, we, and, of course, we've been minorities. We go on the front line where all the, the real hard fighting and stuff is going on, but you know, everybody else's kids get a chance to stay home and just chill by the fire. What do you think about that? Man, you know what? I didn't even know that, man. That's new to me. I mean, I didn't really—I never really paid attention to anything like that, but, wow, I didn't know that, man. That's yeah. uh, pretty deep. And I just learned something. That's, see, I mean, I don't plan to know everything, but, man, that, I did not know that. That's, that's deep. Yeah. The, the kids wow. are exempt from paying back student loans, and I mean, I mean, Michael Moore posted up in, in, in a, on a street corner with a petition, and 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 basically he did it as a spoof. But he was asking congressmen, he said, you know, we have 
our children over here going onto the front lines and stuff, and uh, we would like for, you know, your children, that uh, we think that other congressmen's kids, since they're sending everybody else's kids to war, you know, to, for you to sign this petition, and the politicians looked at them like they were crazy. And then I found out that if their kids get student loans and stuff, uh, they're exempt from having to pay these things back because 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 they're they're uh, sons and daughters of Congress. And I I find that to be remarkable and strange. And I'm probably going to end up doing a little bit more research on that because, like I said, it was something that was just passing in, in a news clip one day. And I'm thinking, man, how lopsided is this thing going? And of course, there's the other thing that that really kind of gets under my skin is the fact that they get raises every six months. That's anywhere between thirty-five and seventy-five thousand bucks, depending on how long you've been uh, in the Senate. And they get raises, and they get raises without impunity. Nobody votes them their raises or anything, and they're getting bled. Meanwhile, they they don't want to raise the minimum wage, and they come up with reasons to, to now, raise, don't want to raise the minimum wage. Go ahead. Now, mm. nothing. I, I hate to cut you off on that one, but. Uh, as far when it comes to these, uh, when it comes to them getting raises and all that other stuff, do you realize that when we went into that government shutdown, you know the only people who got paid, all other government employees, all other federal government employees were out of paychecks. You know who got paid? Who still got paid? You know who oh, still yeah. got medical insurance? You know who still whose kids still went to school? With clothes on their back, you know who still had gas in their tank. You know who still was still was still able to do everything and still couldn't come up with a damn resolution. Senators, 
everyone else, oh, they got paid. They got a nice hefty pay. Come that Wednesday, because most government employees usually get paid like Wednesday and Friday. They still got paid. They still got their paychecks. Oh, they weren't affected. Their lights didn't get cut off. Their sons and daughters didn't have to worry about where they were going to get their medicine from. They didn't have to worry about if they were going to see if mommy and daddy was going to have money to go take them to the doctor, because guess what? They still had it. Wow, man. That's, that's crazy. Wow. That's, that's unbelievable, man. You know, hey, uh, wow. Hey, you I Man. Oh, hold on, hold on, my man. Let, 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 let my man know it's chime in on that day, because I mean, that's, that's incredible, Noah. What, what are you thinking? What are your thoughts on that? Man, I, I, I can't, man, I don't know what to say on that. I'm lost. I'm confused, man. It's like, man, you know, I'm kind of wondering, like, man, I guess if uh, I guess if Obama had a boy, I guess I would pay, I would buy new because he probably, he probably, he probably pimped it out to the fullest, man. But, um, wow. Do you know, do you know, that the average senator's pay, annual paycheck is about one hundred and seventy to one hundred and eighty thousand dollars. That's if they're brand spanking new coming in the door. About a hundred thousand mm. dollars coming in the door. Mm. On top, you don't even have to have a college degree to be a college senator. Wow. You just have to meet the age requirements. Wow, man, man. And, and one and another thing, you know, with, when, since we're talking about all this stuff. The highest-paid president in U.S. history was George W. Bush. He got the highest pay salary out of every president ever known. He got paid more than Obama is. Wow, you know what's so funny? I think is um, I think Jared Bush is gonna be the next president. Man, they ain't gonna put another bum-ass Bush in here. I don't I hope, I hope they don't do it. If they put if they put another uh, if they put another Bush into office, guess what? You better have your bootstrap, cause guess what? There's there, it's 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 a proven fact. During both Bush administrations, where were we fighting at the time? Think about it. Let mm-hmm. it marinate. Yeah. Bush one and two. Where were we fighting? Who were we fight? Who was our biggest war that we had? We had the war in the we we had the war in the Middle East, the first one during the first Bush presidency. Then the second one came in, and he came in right on the heels of a good opportunity for war. Why? It was there. Wow! Amazing! Wow! You know, let me ask you guys a question right quick. I got a question I want to ask you. Um, there was a situation, man. You guys know about the uh, the girls, the students. You heard you heard about the students, about 234 students from Nigeria and uh, kidnapped or whatever. Right. Uh, so, yeah. Somebody came in the group one time and told me that it's not true. That it's propaganda. And well, I'm thinking like, one thing that you have to understand, and a lot of people don't understand this about Africa in general and the Congo. The Congo is a war-stricken country. It's a war-stricken area. It's constantly in a war. It's probably been in a longer war than we have because they're constantly fighting. They're constantly battling. 
one tribe is fighting another tribe. So it's very possible that in Nigeria these girls got kidnapped. It's not, it, it's not something, and, and they still are not even being, they're not even talking about releasing them. But which group did they, they got, do that to? Sugar Ray, which group did they do huh? that to? Was that in our group? Yeah, it was in our group, man. The guy said, he said, you know, he told me, he inboxed me and told me it's propaganda. He said, it's not real, it's not true. And I said, really? You know, right. he said, think, he said, think about it. You know, so think about who would who would uh, take from all at once. But at the same time, man, I, I I did a little research, man, and I looked on YouTube, and there is, you know, some things that's going on about just saying pistol I'm missing. There's rallies and people crying and stuff like that. But I don't know, man. I mean. And so, one thing that we have to take into consideration when you talk about Africa or even Nigeria in this case as a whole, you have to understand this is a war stricken city. It's a war stricken country. They're gone. They're constantly fighting. Yeah, no, they always in the war, and I see that going on. And like I was talking to, uh, when I was talking to, you know, Flossie earlier. I was telling him, they put gun in, in those countries, they put guns in little kids' hands, in 10-year-olds' hands. So when they go out there, they're not fighting big old, they're not necessarily always fighting these big grown men with guns. they fighting mm-hmm. ten, eight, nine, and 10-year-olds with guns, semis. That is insane. They train I wonder, them I wonder, for war. Yeah, they, they do. They train them for war. It is true. You know, it's uh wow. I you know, I, I mean I see, I see a lot of stuff like that going on, man, where black people be at war a lot of But you know, a lot of let me ask this question though. In those in those areas, I've never been over there. And one thing that I've been kinda of curious about I've seen videos of parts of the country over there that are very beautiful, but they always show the part that where it's is uh is all torn up or is always you know some, some bad little situation. You talking about the feed the hungry people? Right, right. Yeah, the yeah, feed the hungry. Yeah, yeah. right. Now, now I can talk right. on that. The, the feed the hungry people is uh, granted. Yes, a lot of the money does go mm-hmm. to the, the uh, to the children in need, but they usually right. those are those are set, those are set up to make people wanna. Give money, but that's been going on for years. That's not something new. That's been going on for years. There was organizations that popped up all over the place that were talking about helping these third world countries and these countries in, in you know, like Africa and the tribe in the different little tribes or little colonies that they have in Africa and in the ports of the poor countries and all this other stuff. Back in the 80s and 90s, people, that was a big business for people. People took that and ran with it. A lot of people made a lot of money off of it, but not always did the money really go where it was supposed to go. Now, there are some organizations out there that do, uh, that really do focus on that. Matter of fact, one of them, one of the biggest contributors is really the, the, um, the United Nations people, uh, the UN people. They have... Bandwagon, they have wagons and stuff like that. Not bandwagons, but they have vehicles and food and supplies that they constantly send over there 
and it mm-hmm. it comes from the money that's being sent to them. But a lot of times, I mean, because but the 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 basis behind it though is basically to pull on people's heartstrings. If you see kids with flies flat that you know running all over them, yeah, where they're yeah, having a yeah. fight off flies and all this other stuff, and yeah. like one big thing that I saw one time was a commercial where they were talking about these kids who lost their parents to AIDS and all this other stuff, and because AIDS is a huge epidemic in Africa, it's a but huge you know epidemic. But you know what though, one thing that I fail to realize is that is that. I looked at some statistics, man, and I found out that it's, a, it's an epidemic in Africa, but it's a more bigger epidemic in Europe. I mean, the thing about it, you know, seriously, because the thing about it is, though, is that they have it, they have a stuff going on in Africa, but the thing about it, what they do, they promote it to the extreme to where people seem to really believe that it's bad, it's real, real bad. But if you look over at Europe, they have a real Severe problems. The thing about it, oh, they yeah. don't talk about. It. They don't talk about that though. They talk about Africa. They talk about how destructive and how messed up and how bad Africa is. But I'm serious, man. You, if you if you do your homework and look at, you come and realize, man, that a lot of stuff that they say, a lot of stuff they show, it hasn't bad, but it's not as bad as other places. Cause in Africa, one thing about it though. The crime level is not even—it's not even close to being bad as what it is here. Yeah, they, they again. It's a a lot of times it's a ploy that people use. It's, you know, people people use it as a way of pulling on people's heartstrings and getting people that have big old swole pockets to donate money. Yeah. It's 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 a big business. It's a big. It's become a big business. The the yeah, thought yeah. process of really helping people that were in need, that was the initial idea. When they saw that it brought in big money, guess what? Just like everything else, it became big business. Right, right, right. Like, not, right. like not, to, not to knock non-profit organizations, <laughs> but a lot of non-profit organizations are really not non-profit. Because if you're getting donations, then you're still technically for profit. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. No, no, wait, do your time. No, I was just, you know, I just kind of like, I don't know, man, I just really kind of like looking at some things, man, because there's a lot there's a lot of stuff out there, man, that has a lot of game to it, man. I think a lot of people out there, and when they say non-profit, man, I, I, you're right about that non-profit, because there's a lot of people that's blood-sucking a lot of blood sucking going on, man. A lot of that going on. You know, one of the but things that's been going on. That's been, that's been going on for years. Oh, oh yeah, blood sucking and that greed. One, that's one thing that's never really going to end. Greed. People are always going to be greed. Uh, are always going to have a greed. Always going to have a need. Always going to have a want, a desire to feed off of someone else's misery. It's just how it worked out. It's not yeah. necessarily good karma, but that's how it worked out. So nine out of ten times, that's how it worked out. But you know what? If this country spent more time not just helping countries that, how can I say, 
look like them, and I'm not talking about us. And they spent as much time over in, in, in Africa. I mean, you almost, to, to me, from a moral standpoint of view, you almost owe Africa helping them out because you went over there and you robbed them of all their natural resources. You robbed South Africa of all of its diamonds and, and all of its, its, its treasures. You robbed, you know, that you went over there and you colonized, you used colonialism to, to set up camps and stuff and, and cities over in Africa. You benefit off of their mineral rights and everything else. And then after you're done sucking them dry, then you leave and you leave them there, you know, hungry and hopeless. You go in with a false, uh, a false version of Christianity. You go and you go in with a with a with a whole different program, and then you leave them there like 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 barren sheep. There's no way in the world 200 girls come up missing from a school in Europe and no one does anything. There's no way in the world that you have women getting circumcised by by by, by warlords and tribes. You know, I mean, circumcising a woman, you could imagine what that what that probably entails, and, and I'm not going to go into graphic details because I'm just not into the, the graphic thing because it, it makes my skin crawl just to think about it. But when you think about how this country, who they choose to help, and all the, and all the, and all the even all the stuff that they do with Israel, if, if they weren't sitting right there on the pipeline where all that oil and where all that money was, what would you really be doing and who would you really be helping? It shouldn't come down to the value of, of, of the dollar or, or, or how much money a particular country has in their pockets. You should be willing to help everybody. So, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know. It's, 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 it's just to me, it's just too many things that are problematic when they start talking about wanting to do things. And it's, and it's a planned thing just to show poor people, you know, over there. And I'm quite sure there's just as many homeless and hungry people here in America. They don't show them either, but... When you continue to just show just that face of Africa like that, it makes you think that somehow they're weak and whatever, and unless they're filled with Europeans, somehow they don't they don't have the same value or you know the ones that look like like I said look like them, uh, the same people that you help over here when when there's homeless and, and broke, uh, brown skin folks over here, it's just it just seems like you seem to to carry that whole uh, facade in the way you do business you know, from country to country that you go to after you bleed them to death. I mean, we look at, we're looking for them as, as minorities as being dumb and all this and a third, but if you was to turn that shit around and reverse it, and we took you over to Africa and made you learn all the traditions, as you learn how to hunt, as you learn how to do things over again, you would be the ignorant one. So, I mean, it all depends on how, how they approach you. It's ridiculous. You know, so, I don't know. Let me ask you a question, man. Do you guys... This is kind of a change of uh, subject, but I want to know: Do you guys think that if we would have got our forty acres in the mule, do you think things would be different with us as people, or do you think that would not have a benefit? Because we were supposed to get, you know, from slavery, forty acres in the mule, hundred dollars or whatever. But I want to know: Do you guys think that has significant role or anything? With black people, that's hard to say. I don't know if it would have necessarily made a difference because even if we'd have been granted that, it's just like uh, one and I were talking about this afternoon. You got a city and a county in Georgia called Forsyth, where there are no black people <laughs> in, 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 in a stretch of two counties. There's no black people down there. If you get caught walking down the street, they can literally still hang you and, 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 and blow your brain yeah. out. And, 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 and lynch you. They can lynch you, yeah. 
2014, and he'll elaborate on that in a minute. But I think there are so many bitter asses. I mean, if you go that 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 story that I did on the Los Angeles uh, Clippers owner, if you go in and you look that up under events and you see where it says Clippers owner was was uh, was you know basically uh, like given the boot, and or you look at anything that for that story where I, where I, that I just subscribed, there are so many white people on that back chat line that are so venomous what they say. And it's so full filled with venom when they're calling when a couple of guys I had to block them off the page because they got in and calling people niggers and talking about taking shotguns and shooting people and doing this crazy shit. There's enough people from generation to generation that have always done the stumbling block thing. I think it would have been problematic. I mean, let's 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 examine short briefly and I'll get off of it and I know you guys have both heard of it. The book and that came out in nineteen ten, I believe it was, called Birth of a Nation where they showed the KKK as being the heroes and the black man as being the bad guy and how they, and how they you know, they basically sabotaged the whole uh, effort, the whole effort uh, of, uh, of uh, you know, black expansion and, and black uh, colonialism and blacks being freed after the first 50 years of slavery. I think that there would have always been stumbling blocks and things in there that would have, you know, precluded us from being successful as successful successful as we need to be. Plus, we play crabs in the barrel games with each other so bad, like, we hate to see the other one excel and fly and do stuff. It's like Pac say, you know, I watch the time fly. I love how people do or die, but I wonder why we skip to let each other fly. We're so afraid of seeing our, our people excel and grow. I don't know if just having the property would have done it because there would have always been a certain degree of sabotage. I think that actually if we'd have been given the 40 acres in the mule, especially down in the It would have been property, taken back. It, right. They would have took it back, or it would have been such a bad race war that we, it would have been two two peoples against each other, and you see this country literally cut in half. That's just my take from, from the initial thought. Oh, okay. okay. I mean, but if you the whole 40 acres and the mule thing, with the 40 acres and the mule, it was, it, it mean. Yes, Nancy. It would have it would have probably been beneficial because families would have had money to live off of the land. But at the same time, it would have been another reason, another problem, another situation, or an IOU situation. I'll get you when I get you. Flossie, you there? Hold on, just a second. Don't don't hang up. Don't do it thing. Just gonna plug in my apparatus. Can't believe I let my battery get down that low. Go ahead. It's still good. I, 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 uh, cigarette, you there? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Go ahead. I mean, like I said, it, Hello? Was, it would have been a situation what? where it would have they would have taken it back. They would have found some way. Some reason, some issue, some clause, somewhere down the line, it would have ended up going bad, and it would have been an, a whole other uproar, a whole other situation. Cool aspect. It was beneficial to. It was more beneficial not to do it than to do it. Yeah. Okay. That that makes that makes sense. Cause the reason why. Okay. Now check this out. Now, I do understand that because um, I kind of think that 
when they gave it. You, you let's check this out. This is the thing about it. When we when we were like slaves, you know, basically America was built off our labor. You know, I mean, the cotton cotton and stuff like that was big business for America. It, it was a lot of stuff that came from us doing that work, that labor. But when we when we got our we were supposed to get forty acres of mules. I think I think one of the reasons why we didn't get it was because we didn't we didn't really know what to do with it. So and at the same time, well, I think we did need to do with it. But I think at the same time, I think we were so involved in working and being a second, uh, basically putting and working and working and working that we never did pay attention to owning the owner. And it got to the point that, like you said, take back like the Black Wall Street. Well, I think we, we, we basically got to the point where we start building and start having our own stuff, but I believe that what happened was is that they saw us progress and they could I feel like they couldn't do without us. And at the same time I felt like it got to a situation to where we couldn't do without them either. But then we got to the point where we got we got stronger than where we had things without them. We were so we, we were so forgetful and so dependent and so trying to be accepted based off their past that I think they smoothed us and got back into the mix. So take back the forty acres of mule, I think they would have done that. But it goes to my next question though. I wanted to know like like say for instance like right now, we okay, like the NBA owners, the owners of the NFL owners. My thing about that is is that that's a that's a big sign right there showing me how how the owners got in place of owning so many, so much of uh, the basketball league, and it breaks it down to how do you guys feel about this situation about Donald Sterling? Because this is what's kind of funny to me is how do they all of a sudden comes out to the fact that he has cancer? I found right. it. I found it. I found it I kind did. of odd. But, but you know what? Let, let, let me touch on that, and I just want to touch on that. From a from a publicist's point of view, he's already been in a bad situation. The thing is this, is that he's already been in a bad situation. He got caught with his pants down. He got caught with his hands in the cookie jar, right? So what? from a publicist's point of view, how do you make a situation like that? How do you put water on that kind of fire? That's an oil. That's, that's like... A cooking fire. That's like you cooking something over the stove and that ca- and something catching fire. That's what kind of situation he's in. He's in the catch twenty two. He's gonna. He, he got banned from the NBA. He got fined from the from the commissioner. He got banned from owning an NBA team. So he's gonna have to sell his team. How do you How do you get the sympathy from the people so that instead of trying to wanna get him? Or get at him. How do you do it? You bring up something else. Now, like you said, mysteriously, now he has all of a sudden he's got cancer. Well, people are gonna be like, well, let's not mess with him. You know, he's already going through enough with the cancer. And all that, and there goes your water to your fire. Now, yeah, okay. Now, that, that, that check this out. Nails on. I want you to say something on this. Now, check this out. This is how I see it. I'm starting to believe that NBA already kind of had aware that he had cancer. I, I mean, I'm serious. I really believe that the ban for life is not 
it's not. It's not. I don't think that's a situation, man. Because think about it. I mean, he's been for life. He's eighty-one years old, and he's at night. Now he got cancer. So, yeah, for life, I would see. Hey, I probably want to be there for life, myself. I mean, do you guys really think there's some shadiness going on with this? I, I mean, do you guys think there's some really shadiness going on with this NBA situation? I think it's the systematic fuckery that always goes on. Whenever these people, white folks, whenever they get caught in some bullshit, whenever something goes down where they're about to get the justice served up that they're deserving, he, he didn't give a shit about cancer when he was talking about black folks wasn't shit. They didn't give a fuck about him having cancer, and hell yeah, they knew. Of course they knew, because he has friends and, and, and consorts and consortiums that's in there. Now all of a sudden they're talking about, oh, he might pass it on. You know, he, he might not be the one who actually owns the team. Part of it might be part of it to his children, and, and then, they'll, then they'll come up and say, well, the reason why he gave some of it to his children because the children knew about his disease, and so, you know, we're going to have to litigate this thing all the way out and blah, 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 and somehow feel some sympathy. Look, yes, I, if you truly have cancer, yes, I feel sorry for you because I lost my mother to cancer, and I feel so, sorry about that. But that still does not alleviate you of the fact that you said all those derogatory things about black people. It still does not, you know, short come to first that the point that, you know, basically you've been a racist over and over and over again. I think maybe the reason that you don't like black people is because your son died in a drug deal. My question was, what well, was the kid that was his friend that, got him with the, that he got in trouble with the drug deal on and died from? Was he maybe black and maybe that's the reason why you felt that way? Because white people have done things to me. Over, over my time, including me getting choked the fuck out of boot camp, where I didn't really feel a whole lot of fuzzy warmth for him when stuff happened. And even in this situation, <laughs> sad, as that, sad as him having cancer might be, I find the timing for you to now want to give somehow, you know, what the media always does, basically, and, and in short, I don't care if you listen or not, you always have a way, no matter what you do to us, it's, in the end, it's fuck us, and we're going to do you what we want to do to you. That's how you always looked at us. That's how you always dealt with us. That's how you're getting ready to try to deal this up now. Now all of a sudden it's time to feel sorry for the person, the racist, who just said that my people weren't shit. Don't bring my people to your games. Don't allow my people to have equal opportunity. You are not gonna, my, my people stink. My people don't, don't deserve to be in your housing. My people aren't allowed in your housing. My Hispanic brothers aren't allowed in your housing. It's kind of hard for me to get the warm and fuzzy about shit being up your ass. And in a sense, it's kind of like a, an, an unfortunate but weird kind of justice that you would be going through pain because pain again, because you all always done the bullshit when it came down to our people. And you have a, 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 a litany of historic things that have happened to you, including getting sued for an additional $2.7 million just nine years ago or, or, or 11 years ago for the same shit. So do we uh, so do we buy into this shit, or is the media trying to do a social job of softening up, softening up, uh, you know, uh, us after we've been dogged the fuck out verbally and embarrassed and made to feel bad? I think not, not, for, not from this reporter. Not from this point, you ain't going to get that. Go ahead. But see, my thing, but see, my thing and I'm glad you touched on it, because you talked about the warm and fuzziness of the situation. The reason why the, the reason why all of a sudden now it's coming out that he has cancer and all this other stuff, again, it's like what they used to do in the, back, in the, uh, back in the medieval times when shit was going on. And and, I, and I'm, I'm sorry that I use it that way, but when stuff is going wrong in the front line and there's a big old problem that the royalty, in this case he, 
or his, you know, his publicist really need time to work on, guess what? They they would bring out the they they would bring out the court jester. What was the court jester's job? Distract the people from what was really going on, so that to buy time, so that by the time they actually figured out was what was going on, they they weren't the people weren't as mad anymore. They wouldn't get mad because they never even realized it. Because by the time it got done, and but by the time it was actually realized what was really going on. It was already over. There was nothing that the people could do. And yeah, I'm starting to wonder. He's 81 years yeah. old. He's been acting like that for a long time. Yeah, they said you know, he's you know, you know, this, this, this comes from experience living in a state that's known for racism. I mean, hard, I mean, known for racism. Racism is like, I mean, when you look at the Confederate flag, what do you think of racism? But... Um, it, it's it coming from the state like you don't become instantly racist. You're you're when it's when you have a particular hate for a group of people, it's not something that comes up overnight. It's not something yeah. that just pops up in the that you go to sleep one night and you say, you know what, I really don't like these particular group of people, and then it calls into judgment. It calls into question his judgment on certain situations, on who plays for his team, on who he signs for his team, on who who made more money than what. Then if you really look at it, if it was, if, and this is probably one of the main reasons why they find him, they ban him, they did all this other stuff, to pretty much wipe it away from the NBA, from push it away from the NBA's side of town and throw it into the general public, because guess what? Now you're gonna. Now people are gonna start questioning. You're gonna have the fans questioning. You're gonna have the players questioning his decisions on signing them, because at the end of the day, the the, the owners are the ones that make the offers to the players. You so, know, you know, if, you know. If you have if you have people if you have people of other ethnicities, other colors, other creeds that are not making as much as their Caucasian counterparts. It's gonna cause people to be really, really upset. You're gonna have ball players that are, that are gonna be upset because they feel like they're being shorthanded because of the color of their skin. You're gonna have agents upset because now that they're being, they're realizing that they got screwed in the deal. You're gonna have the people of the, you're gonna have players that could have been signed to the team wondering, now knowing, and now coming to realization as to why they didn't get picked. Right. You know, you know, it's funny you say that because I, you know, I was I was talking to uh, some guys in another group, and I was telling them that that um, NFL that people don't understand, man, because when it comes down to racism, I, I really believe for I, I really believe this, and even though I've been cheering for for longer than we all have, I really believe the NFL and the NBA are, are racist, the biggest racist thing of, of all time. I mean, just follow me. Because we we want to say this because people think the situation that came to light right now is something new. It's not nothing new. But it's been going on. Yeah, it's been going on. I've been telling people, man, that racism is 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 a financial situation. See, the thing about it when it comes down to like black folks, when they always talking about reverse racism, 
And I, I don't doubt reverse racism because I always want to say if you want to reverse racism, you're going to reverse it to the back way it goes way back to slavery because you, you keep going reverse it. It means backwards, you know what I'm saying? But what I'm trying to say is, though, is that NFL, NBA are racist, and the reason why I say they are racist is because they are dominated and they are in, the people in charge are predominantly white, so they made control everything. They make the, they make they make the choices. And if you look at if you follow me, look at me at the NFL, we still happen now starting starting to happen. We still having like you know uh, we we get, we get surprised right now. We have a black quarterback in certain positions, or uh, black head coach. We still right now starting to get that right now on a regular basis. But that tells you right there that hey. They control that. They are they are racist, and I, my my definition of racism may be a lot different from everybody else, man. But for my studies, man, I, I I looked up and I said racism is a competitive relationship between groups of people that are competing for the ownership and control of the wealth, resources, and power. That's what racism is to me. A lot of people go off and say racism is prejudice, racism is, is discrimination. A lot of people don't really know what racism is. Especially a lot of black folks, man. And the thing about it, they don't understand, man, that these guys for years been rolling this and they've been holding this because they're generating more than just uh, they, 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 they generate wealth. You know, they have wealth, whether it's and, I, 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 and the wealth they pass and, it on, they pass it away, they pass the wealth on to the, 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 the young uh, sons, their daughters, and stuff like that. We get rich. The rich doesn't do anything. All we do is get money. No, we get money. We buy a car. We buy a house, and it goes right back to them. But the wealth, man, it's inheritance. It, it, it flips over and over and over, and it generates for them. That's one of the things that black people don't have. And final racism has been going big time in the NBA, NFL. Man, this clown was born in 1933. So all these years, he's always felt that what he did because they didn't become really civilized. And scared until after they killed Martin Luther King. Then after, because they, they, they didn't mind killing Malcolm because Malcolm was that, that hard-edged sword. But when they killed Martin Luther King, it scared him because he was he was a nice guy. You know, sometimes when you mess with the nice guy, you have to pay a, a, a price for that thing. And so this this whole thing, so far as, as you know, the racist angle from it and everything, this was something that he was always comfortable and cool with. See, what, what, we, what we have to realize, being, being uh, blacks and, and Hispanics, is that we're able to be rich and have wealth in America, and we can control everything except for the one most important thing that, that, that should mean something to you, and that is the right to control your own destiny. Oh, you can, they'll let you have money. They'll let you have the cars. They'll let you have your little nasty-ass chicks. They'll let you have whatever you want. You, you can have it. But so far as controlling your own destiny and putting your foot down and saying, this is the way I really want my life to go. This is the way I really want my children's lives to go. This is the way I really want, you know, life to be for me as a black person in this country. They don't give you that. The only thing that they give you is the right to own a bunch of material shit that devaluates as soon as you buy it. You buy a, Le- you buy a Lexus next week for $40,000, and by next year that bitch is worth $12,000. So, so like I said, they'll let you buy that. They'll let you buy junk and toys and, 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 and play with your rattles and, and your horns and whistles all day and day long. 
But when it comes down to, uh, uh, you know, developing, you know, having your own destiny being taken care of and deciding what, what, your, what your true destiny in life is and being able to go where you want to go, walk down what streets you want to walk down in some states, like, like he was talking about, about Forsyth County, Georgia. Oprah Winfrey did a show in Forsyth County, Georgia, and, and, they, and they sat there right there and told her that if it wasn't for those cameras, they'd have killed her. So I'm telling you, these people already did. Yeah, yeah they did. Yeah, they did. did she did a show on TV, and she said it wasn't for the cameras, and she was just a, 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 a typical nigger that they would have done, and then he was breaking out all the usual reasons, just like Sterling did. And, and, and see, the question that you asked the other day, and I'm going to say yes to it right now, is this something that's indicative throughout the league? I would say absolutely and hell yes. The only reason why we found out that this fucking clown that was getting ready to get an NAACP award was racist is because his trick chick, Went on ahead and tricked and fooled him, and 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 and, and tricks him not only for kids, but then for jokers with a camera or 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 a recording machine stuck up underneath their ass. That's the only reason why we found out that this guy was a trick and and and, and had tricks and had jokes, even though they was bad jokes. We thought this guy had jokes and everything else because that chick exposed him. But beyond that, we didn't, we he got his NAACP Lifetime Achievement Award. They've been calling him a wonderful guy. Yeah, man, you're right, man, and that's... Well, he's a jolly good fellow. <laughs> yeah, man. It's, hey, man, it's, 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 it's way bigger than that, man. I mean, it's, it's right, like you said, man, NAACP is, uh, is a big joke, man, and that's one of the reasons why we lost a lot, if you really think about it. I'm serious, man. It's a joke, man. Now, granted, one thing that I want you guys, that, that, I, that I, since we're talking about it, one thing that you really got to understand, though, is that a lot of people associate racism with white versus black. There's a lot of, and I was talking to uh, Flossie about it earlier, there's a lot of racism among races. There's people who are racist about their own race, let alone someone else's race. And racism doesn't involve just one particular type of racism. Race and not even racism, but bias in general. When you don't dislike someone, not because of any particular reason that they did to you, you just don't like them because of where they come from. And it, I was telling, I was telling Flossie when I first, I want to say maybe almost two years ago, I applied for a position. Mind you, I'm a Hispanic. I had applied for a position with this store, this big-name store, really. It's well-known around the country. This big-name store, I, apply, I went into the store, asked them if they were hiring. No, we're not hiring. Okay, do you have any, you know, can I fill out an application and you guys get back to me whenever? No, we don't have any applications because we don't have any positions. Mind you, I went into a store, the person who I went up to, was a person of color. The manager of the store was a person of color, mind you. And, and Flossie, did I not tell you, just so that we clarify, Flossie, did I not talk to you about this earlier? Yes. And one thing, we went. I went into the store, applied for it, and went and tried to talk to the person, and the person said, no, we don't have applications, no, we're not hiring. Three, three to four minutes later, Three people of African-American descent came in and asked to see if they had a, a job and they were hiring. Brand new store, brand new, brand new location of this chain. And they asked the manager the same question, are you hiring? 
Oh, yeah. Take a seat. We'll go ahead and do the interview right now. Minutes later. Sugar Ray, you there? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Tell about the Mason Club. Wow. So, when we talk about discrimination, when we talk about being biased or holding a grudge against a particular race or one particular race being the one that's the nitpicky one, the one that's always the one that's causing it, I'm Hispanic. This person literally just told me, hey, look, we're not hiring. A couple minutes later, like I said, three people walked in. Got interviewed, got hired, and started working the next week. Because I went yeah. back, I was telling Flossie, I went back to the store and those people were working, the people that walked into the store were working at that store. But wow. I, I came in minutes before and they weren't hiring. Wow, that's, wow, that's, that's so, incredible, man. So what you know? What do you call that? Do you call that a sense of discrimination? Do you call that racism? What do you really call that? Because it's, okay, it's, now who's that, it's, now who who was that doing it to you? I mean, what what what, what was that a white person or was that black person? Or it was who, it was a person of color. It was an African American female manager. Okay. She, I mean, she was a man. She wasn't like the assistant manager or an associate. She was the manager. She interviewed three people for this for a position that never existed. Three minutes before I walked in, before they walked in the store. So is that? Let me ask you a question. So is um, was that company? Is that okay? That company right there. That's a black-owned company in Atlanta. Uh, it's, I don't know if it's black on, but I know. This is, this is, okay, this is this is thing about that though. That's that's that okay. That's a really fucked up situation because there's a lot of blacks that do that, and a lot of Hispanics, a lot of people, because they are pretty much programmed. They pretty much don't. I guess I would say that's that's more like a situation of discriminating. Uh, I mean, you know, um, I don't know how many. That, I don't know if they have any other people of color that work for them. Like, say, for instance, I know maybe black people that work there, but I don't know if they have any other Hispanic or white or whatever they have that work there. But what I'm saying about, when I say about racism, though, what I'm saying is, though, is that when it comes down to, like, people like Hispanics and, and, and blacks and things like that, we kind of, like, we kind of, like, really dog each other out a lot, too. One of the biggest things that we do is that we, racism... We can we can we can practice it. We can try to do it, but it's not as big on the on a, on a, on an overall scale as anything that white people do, because we do not have any industry. You know, I mean, it may, you know, it may be a food chain or something like that, but there's no industry that we, we operate and run. You know, we don't really have no control or anything like that. We don't make laws. So the only thing that people like Hispanics and Blacks and Asians and all that, the only thing that we could possibly do as far as anything. Is this yeah, considered racism? It's probably name calling. That's nothing. You know, somebody can call me a nigga all day, but as long as he ain't hurt my pockets, it ain't gonna affect me. Like, see, for instance, if it, go, if it so happened, if it so happened that if he say, hey, I don't like this nigga, I'm not gonna hire him. I'm not gonna hire his kind. As a matter of fact, we gonna keep this all the way it is. Well, then that's some serious racism right there because that's a, that's, a, that's been going on a lot. 
You know what I'm saying? We either hire you, a lot of you guys, but you never get the supervision or never get the management positions. We keep you guys as just straight work, workers, and that's it. And we just make all the money and stay above you guys. That's racism. But, you know, I can call I can call a white person a cracker all day, cracker, 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 and he can sound racist. Like, they, they go crazy about a dude going off on Twitter. I mean, a guy going off on Twitter. Like, I, really, you going to really show me calling you, I mean, going off on Twitter? Like, it's really going to affect your pocket and your lifestyle or anything? Because there has not been no black man or there has not been a whole bunch of Hispanics or anybody that's been hanging white folks. You know, we have not done that to the internet. They have not, a group of them been hanging white folks, hanging black folks. They've been hanging black folks and been around watching. There hasn't been no Hispanics hanging white folks and they're just watching it like it's a big big meeting, a big rally, and everybody's just hanging. We're going to watch a uh, Hispanic get hanged, and we're going to watch them hang. That never existed. But well, Actually, white people has. has. And, 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 it's, and it's like it's, it's been crazy in numbers. I mean, it probably be some instances where you're going down where blacks and Hispanics done some things to white folks. But you know what's crazy? And I'm glad Flossie touched on it earlier with the whole situation with, um, with, in regards to Oprah. When Oprah went to Forsyth County, I mean, literally, Forsyth, Georgia is a part of Georgia you can't set foot in if you're any color but Caucasian. You will get either hung, shot, I mean, you can't walk nowhere through that city without having to look over your shoulder. And I, and it's, it, I mean, you don't even want to stop when you see that exit on the highway. You don't even want to stop in that city to do anything because nine out of ten times something bad will happen. Mm. It, it's just that bad. But then at the same time too, I've also, I've been talked about by both, by you know, by both sides of the spectrum. I've been told by someone, uh, by someone of Caucasian, that they didn't accept my kind there. At an, I went to I went to go do to sign up to be part of an organization, a, bro, a fraternal, uh, fraternal brotherhood, and. They, the person told me outright, we don't accept your kind. Came to the door with a butcher knife in his hand and told me, we don't accept your kind. Well, what do you call that? Is that just pure hatred? Or is that a racial thing? It's, it's, up, it's up to speculation. You could speculate all day. We could sit here and speculate all day. About what is considered or what you consider it, but again, there's really to an extent there's nothing that we really can do. We really can't change the same things that are in our in our hands to change, and others that we really can't. We can't do nothing. We can't, we can't even watch TV. We don't have no. We have no. We have no power. I mean, church, I mean, you know, you you, you were speaking rights, man. What rights? I mean, I'm serious. It's, 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 you know, the, the funny thing about me, I, I, I really kind of try to, like, read a lot. Like, right now, I just read something right now. It says, Supreme Court rules that cops do not need a warrant to search your, search your home now. Nope. And that's, 
But yeah. that goes back. That, that, the hell is back that? To the, if you, but really? If, but if you, but yeah, but if you look into, but if you look at that and you really look into it and really, really, really into it, you really know it. That's the real reason why we had issues with the British when the British, when the colonization was going on, the colony, the the first colonies were created of people from the, from overseas and whatever. If you really look at it, though, what was their biggest concern or what was their biggest issue? They had, they would have soldiers during time of war. They would have soldiers sit outside your house. Sit outside your house. You didn't have a say-so. They would sit outside your house. If they wanted to sit outside your house and stock your house every single day, they could. And it comes back to that. You don't have to have... Cause all, right now, you don't even have to have probable cause to search the house. You just have to have an inkling. Wake up with a fuzzy feeling in your stomach. That's a good enough reason. That's insane. You don't have... Well, the, 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 time, the times of actually having valid points and valid reasons to do stuff so is out the door. And if if that's being taken, if, if if you think about it, if those liberties are being taken away, what else is next? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know I mean, like, 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 really, man. I mean, I'm trying to say, man, that these are times, man, that people need to get very, very conscious of things, man, because there's a lot of issues, man, going on that people do not know. It's not that they don't know; it's that they don't care. And they don't care. So much spending so much time trying to be the latest Blingosaurus or the latest, you know, whatever. It don't mean nothing. We're worried about, you know, men jamming men and all this other weird shit they got going on around here. I mean, it, you know, it, it, there's a lot of distraction and confusion. And a whole lot of people that, 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 that have access to Bud now really don't need it because they was already kind of out there in the first place. You know what I'm saying? It's nice, it's nice to have possible people get a hold of some legal stuff, marijuana or whatever, but you know what I'm saying? I mean, times have changed so much that a bill to make a co-op out of marijuana growers and stuff and, and vendors got defeated by one vote for Congress today. And it used to be 100 votes. So slowly but surely, everything is, is just as, as, as prophecy stated, is coming off and unhinged in, in anyway. But a lot of stuff that has been off the change, off the hook, off the easy, off the hizzle, you know what I'm saying, is it, already off. So, you know, a lot of this stuff, man, you know, you know, it, it, it's just a shame that in 2014, some of the same shackles of mental colonialism still plagues our peoples on, on both sides of the of the House of Representatives, both Hispanic and African American, and meanwhile, back to the land, you know, the the nine hundred two one zero syndrome lives on, and, 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 and free from the heckle and jekyll. You know, they don't have no heckles, you know, on on behalf, like you said. Those ain't stood around in, in public uh, arenas once somebody being hung and ran up a flagpole and going through a whole bunch of shit. But now all of a sudden, you know, fast forward. Back to the Clipper situation when we when we started out at, you know, to now try to all of a sudden, well, you know, you need something else to think about, and let's lighten up on the old man because supposedly he's got this, that, or the third condition, 
But how come nobody ever came out with this news before what was going on with him or he had a battle or something going on? No, I think that you got these owners be knowing all along what it is. And I think Mark Cuban knew because Mark Cuban was the first one to speak out and say he didn't think that old boy should lose his team. And it's going too far. And they keep talking this business about, about a conversation that happened in the guy's home. You know, if you're that damn old or you that fucking silly that you ain't paying attention to what the fuck going on around you, maybe you need to stay home. But, you know, when you think about the whole... When you think about the whole Donald Sutherland situation, he's married and has a mistress. You would think that somewhere along the line, this whole him having cancer thing would have came up. It's, it's, like I said before, like I said earlier, it's a ploy. It's what you use when you don't want to get caught, when you've been caught and you don't want to get caught. It's a ploy. It's a play on emotion. Yeah, man. It's so, uh, just amazing to me when they want to garner some kind of sympathy and shit when they don't deserve to have this shit. You know what I'm saying? You Your cancer didn't preclude you from running your mouth. That's my whole thing with that. Your cancer would have precluded you from running your mouth, saying some inappropriate shit. That'd be one thing they didn't. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say this to you guys, man. I want you guys to know this, man, that, uh, and this is to all the listeners, people that are listening right now. Uh, Tyreek Nasheed, he has uh, Hidden Colors 3 coming out uh, June 6th. That's like a month away from them. And I advise you guys to get that because what he's going to talk about, he's going to talk about you know, the rules of racism. And it's going to break down. They're gonna break down what racism is really about. They're gonna have some. They got some superstars on there. They're gonna have uh, uh, David Banner on there. They're gonna have Nas, uh, Paul Mooney, uh, Dick Gregory. I mean, there's gonna be some all-star guys on there. They're gonna be talking about some heavyweight stuff. And if you have not seen Hidden Colors One or Hidden Colors Two, I don't know where you've been, but I know one thing: you need to get yourself up to speed. And fall into the game and learn what's going on, man, because uh, he's talking about some heavy, heavy, heavyweight stuff. Nails, you know what time it is. Uh, well, I don't know if you have seen Have you ever seen it, Juan? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah it's, it's, it's a great piece, man. I mean, it's been out for a while, but three is going to be released June 6th. I think it's going to be... I'm going to see, man. I think it's going to be really, really uh, something to check out. So I think it's an outstanding series. It opened my eyes to a lot of stuff. And right down to the bust and the press that a lot of European countries have today, they still have the symbols, you know what I'm saying, from the motherland on there. You wouldn't know that if you wasn't paying attention. So it's cool of you to, to have your eyes open. One thing about about, you know, the Saucy Jeezy show worldwide. We talk about everything on here. You know what I'm saying? We don't just limit ourselves to just sports or Tupac or hip-hop or stuff like that or Eminem or who's doing the latest weird shit. We uh, we focus on, 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 on the bigger picture and bigger issues of things that happen. And, you know, if you, if you want to come here and, and, and participate, 646-595-3402, you don't need to go to summer school. You get a whole education right here on, on everything that's <laughs> going on because, you know, we got a, between us, we got enough 
you know, life experience and stuff that, you know, kind of puts you up on the score. We ain't going to let you just, you know, breeze through here and then and then fall asleep and then think, okay, well, everything is everything. You know, everything is not everything. And all they put is it's not gold. So, if you, you know, if you got a, you got a stiff beard, you can hang. If you, if you, if you scared, call the police. Don't call 646-595-342. You know what I'm saying we might we might kill your hair back a little bit. You might think that you get some that old that old uh, old, 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 old state soft pro and some of that old ultra sheen, you know, hair hair perm uh, with the rollers that with, with the player guy back in the days. We're gonna blow your wig back on some of the stuff we're talking about. So you know, come over here prepared and have your knowledge and stuff together. We don't mind having males or females come in here and participate in the show because everything we spit is real over here. One hundred. Yeah, so, I, 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 um, question: What time do you guys end your show? Well, it it, it actually ended call-in wise. Oh, about forty minutes ago. I think there's about fifteen minutes of uh, filler time still left. So, whatever y'all well, want to throw I'm out, gonna... man, this is some gravy. Well, yeah, I'm I'm actually gonna have to cut it short because I gotta I gotta go make the cheddar. <laughs> Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, but but yeah, we'll talk we'll touch more on this tomorrow if you want. And well, I can call you. Not, you know, tomorrow's Saturday at regular show time, so what do you think of Sugar Ray six or seven? Which one's good for you? Sugar Ray? I, actually that might be kinda of tough though. Because uh, my man comes on tomorrow. You know saying? <laughs> Is on tomorrow, so so we'll have to we'll have to do like a five or six o'clock show. So we're gonna interrupt interrupt the, the, the fight. What do you mean interrupt what fight? Well, uh, Mayweather versus Madonna. Oh yeah, well um, we cannot uh, we cannot interrupt that. Uh, that. Right. We'll, we'll do it. We'll we'll call it six o'clock. We're gonna have a whole lot of. Prelim stuff on, so we'll we'll go ahead and do our usual, you know what I'm saying? Our usual, uh, you know, you know, six to seven thirty, six to eight o'clock show, you know what I'm saying? Uh, if there's a different time, it's 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 the weekend, so I might go I might go five to seven, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Just to get it in. Just, just, and, uh, I'm just a message away. Way, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll get it posted because you know I love talking these these world events between Sugar Ray because. Like I said before, cats around here is on their toes around here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and and, you, and oh, you, yeah. ladies didn't, you ladies didn't get off the hook with those relationship shows. We still gonna get back at stuff. <laughs> yeah, they they, they 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 running, man. They don't want to do it. <laughs> but hey, but look, man, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let y'all go. Uh, Flossie's been good. Sugar Ray, we talk tomorrow. We'll yeah, put some more. We'll put some more knowledge on that uh, that cake. We're going to put some knowledge icing on the cake. Appreciate it. Well, we're going to so get them lively and get everybody in here, man. We're going to start, you know, having some titles with these shows and stuff. And like I said, start pointing some hard questions and get it in and stuff. See if they'll love it. Hate it or love it. Right. You know what I'm saying? We're not going to stop. It, it's, you know. it's what you would call love it or, uh, uh, love it or leave it. You either love it or leave it. it. You're leave it. Hate it or love it. You're going to stop. You know, plus the Chiefs are going to stay on top. I'm Raps Hello. ABC. <laughs> Hi, All right, my man. It, it, Have a good night. Stay safe out there.
Right, drive man. slow. Good night. Drive slow and watch the popo. Yeah. Oh, I was already <laughs> driving. <laughs> I drove past the popo <laughs> on the way here. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> tell him high five and give him a root beer to tell him. You'll be all right. Root beer to tell us. Remember, <laughs> you'll be all right. Look, look. Hey, 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 look. It's like, uh, what was it? It's like, what's his name? Um, Gabriel Iglesias said, they stopped me because they smelt them. They smelt the donuts <laughs> and lost my feet. <laughs> <laughs> well, all you got to do is every night before you leave, pack a thermos and keep 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 two packs of, uh, of uh, glazed donuts. You'll be all right, man. You'll be safe. Hello. Jesus, too. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Buy, right, buy some do, donut, donuts and coffee, donuts and coffee. Donuts, but I, there yeah, it is. Good night, yeah, right. We'll talk tomorrow. Yes, yes, uh-huh. yes. Yes, sir. Bye-bye. Yes, sir. My main man, Sugar Ray, what's going on, man? Man, nothing much, man. I had a situation, man, with my son, man. It was kind of out of hand, man. Wow. He had, he, he had, uh... He got he had female problem, man. And, you know, I had, I had two girls fighting in front of the house, man. And oh. the parents came out here, man. And I was like, holy moly, I wasn't ready for this one. Yeah, man, it was crazy, bro. It was crazy, man. I had to go out there and had to break it up. And parents, you know, parents came out, man. It was it was drama in the city, man. <laughs> oh, man. That's horrible, man. I said, yeah. I said, my man, I never missed a, I never missed a show. That's what I said. Oh, your life has gotten away on it and stuff. But, uh, you know, I guess. <laughs> I know it's how, how life gets in the way, dog. It's just crazy. It's crazy.
he now the follower on SoundCloud to you as with Beast. And I told him, I said, hey, man. Yeah, he, he, man, he was loving it. He was like, man, he said, dude, is nice. He said, I just love the style, man. So he tried to kick it and say, hey, man. I said, Beethoven doesn't, man. I mean, he's he's real. He said, Beethoven? I said, yeah, that's the name I just can't let guys got by gave him because he, he's, he's the skills, you know what I'm saying? He got those skills like that. So I want you to know, man, that, brother, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a calling for you, man. Man, I'm telling you, that's why I keep making them, man. My shit is, my shit is like a civil one, league, know, man. And, and, and the thing is, I know one, I know for a fact one, if I already didn't talk to you about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, because you... Right. So we need to we need to really, really get you in Rawhide. We need to get you guys yeah. on a plateau, man, because right now... I'm, I mean, it's, it's, I'm about to get together with you because one thing I can do, I'm good. I'm good at arranging. I mean, right. this is this, this is straight up the hip. I ain't. I don't, I don't want no money. This is your thing. But what I'm trying to say is that I made beats and I listen to your tracks and your tracks are just incredible. But I see one. <laughs> thing, I see one thing that I want to help you out on is on the arrangement of some of them, man, because you got right. some good. Good sound going on in there, man. And uh, I'm telling you, man. I'm, I mean, I don't know how to say this, man, but I really believe that you might want to probably make an instrumental album, man. I'm Thank serious, you, man. Yeah. And, and 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 put it out, man. Because the thing about it, it's hot, man. It's it's hot. It's fire. <laughs> fire form, dog. I'm ready. Yeah, I've been ready. Yeah, it's unbelievable fire, and I think I think the thing is, well, we 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 you know just I mean money matters thing man needs to be put on um on on on, on needs to be put out man that needs to be known so we need to get together man that's that's probably probably something we need to get together and work on. Um, I would say in the summer man because like in July when my son leaves I'll be available I'll be free, but most definitely right. man. Get down with you, man, and uh, bring this situation to life. Right. Well, I tell you what, man, I ain't got no problem with it because, like I said, that's the only end that I'm not on yet is, is getting it sold and out the door. But I got, I got so much material. It just, just don't make no sense how much material I got. You know what I'm saying? From number 83 that you heard all the way up to 121. So that's like 50 joints later, man, and my shit is just. It's just stronger and stronger and stronger. You heard that one that Rawhide wrapped over, man. I'm telling you, man. I got I got a strong I got I got the Mercuricone for all the wounds out there, man. I got the Mercuricone and the Kale Pectate and the whole nine, man. So I'll heal you up and clean you out at the same time. I'm telling you. I got I got I got some heat for him, man. I got like I said, but you know, I'm just at the beginning of, of, of really on that percolator side, all I need to do is get my hands on the rest of this sound scan. I might probably head over to the Guitar Center tomorrow to see what the hell they're talking about over there real quick. Because I'm telling you, I got, you know, I got, I got Nat Turner burners for the ass, man. Got some Nat Turner burners for them. So, like I said, the, the, the ideas and the, and the uh, you know what I'm saying, putting it together, man, it just gets easier and easier for me, dog. Yeah, man. 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 Yeah, man.
A lot of them songs didn't take me but 20 minutes to put together, but I just sat down and just processed them. A lot of stuff I make at the last minute. Now, if I can make them at the last minute like that, imagine if I actually took my time on them. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> yeah, man. It's natural, yeah. dog. It's natural. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I just played the music. I was just playing, and kids were coming in, man, by the load, by the class, coming to the classroom, like, just, everybody just bumping their head, just kind of, like, going with it, like, yeah. And I was just watching the reaction of kids, man, and the reaction of kids was really good, man, and I mean, there was kids that were bumping their head that was not even, don't even really listen to to rap. But the thing about it was is that just the instrumentation that people don't know about, because people usually hear the beat with the rhymes on top, man. But what people don't know, man, instrumentals are just as good like they are. Some of them are just good relaxation. It's just good and it's cool. And it's, just, it's a groovy thing, man. So, I, man. Hey, I'm, I'm feeling your family because I feel the same way when I make them. And sometimes I get into the car and I just play the first, like, this first seven joints. And I'll skip to the bottom and play backwards on them. And I'm telling you, man, I got I got some, some uh, magnificent flavors for them, man. You know what I'm saying? It's just a matter of getting them out there and getting them on the, on the hot wire and letting people really get the experience of what experiencing that false and cheesy magic, man. And if it's just going to, God willing, I live long enough, it's just going to get get better and better and stuff. Because like I said, I, I try to make them the way I think I would want to hear them. Like that mafioso, that mafioso was sick. You know, that that one and that one, uh, you know, uh, that creeper jam, they keep on calling the, uh, the, the, the creeper, one I make call it's sinister. Yeah, man, that, that's sinister. man, that creeper jam, that creeper jam that you got, man, I'm going to tell you right <laughs> now, I, I, I like them all. That's a lot of them. But that creeper jam, that one, it's from about, I think, you know what? That one might say, I need to play that for 84 Fly, man. Yeah. I, really yeah. yeah. I think 84 Fly would go ham on that, man, because that one is so, oh, my God. That one is so bad, man. That Creeper that, Jam that, was that, bad. That, that, that one that goes, boop, 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 boop.